The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. boy young second to last day in america aka mr concord new hampshire aka mr concord new hampshire aka mr lion and christina's bed recording this podcast aka mr have a guest this on this on this on this this week aka Mr. Mr. Your fucking boy, Jack Fox. And it's time for yet another episode of Tired and Inspired live from New York. It's Saturday night, even though I'm in New Hampshire. What's up? How's it? And it's also not Saturday night, it's Sunday night. But that's neither here nor there. Will you stop looking at my notes, Christina? This is meant to be spontaneous and fun. I'm here with a guest. This week's musical guest on Saturday Night Live is um, is Christina De Silva. How the hell are you doing, Christina? <laughs> You're very silly. It's not New York. It's not Saturday night. It's nothing. It's it's my bedroom. <laughs> um, and I'm only looking at your notes because we have to sit so close because we only have one microphone. We do only have one microphone. If I was professional, actually, no, I'm not bringing two microphones to America. It's bad. It's bad enough that I bring one. It's bad enough that we only get to see each other for ten minutes a year, <laughs> and when I do see you, I bring. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll re- also record my tiny little podcast when I come see you. That I have to bring one microphone. Never mind my other microphone with my mic, and also the other microphone isn't handheld, so I have to bring a mic stand as well, and it's a whole other. But that you could just be, you just pretend you're famous in the airport. Also, I wanted to be on the podcast. <laughs> That's true. You were disappointed you weren't on the other two podcasts, but that's fine. Um, so have you have you have you enjoyed this this break? How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. It was, Thanksgiving was weird because it was like we had part one and part two because there was some uh, minor illnesses, but there's also very small children who could minor illnesses could be really bad. So we split it up into part one, part two. Thanksgiving part two, too fast, too given. Uh, we went to the uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade. De- no, 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 not Thanksgiving Day Parade. Not May- not Macy's Thanksgiving Parade. The Derry Thanksgiving Parade. Is it not even a Thanksgiving Parade? No, it's the it's the holiday parade. And most towns have one, so we went to the Derry one, yeah. Well, that's a bit anticlimactic, but nevertheless. Um, and when we were there, we got there a little bit early. But one of the first I noticed, uh, obviously, mostly we were there to see your brother Jamie play um, in the Pinkerton band, which was very good. Which is a shame, actually, because when they came past us, he'd stop playing his farm farm. What's the instrument you play? Sousaphone. Sousaphone. It's a marching tuba. Not a real instrument. Because uh, when it was kind of, kind of kind of like a drum break by the time they got to us. But anyways, that they were like, what would you say, fifth in the lineup of, of things? So one of the first things we saw in the parade was just the police. Was it Derry Police? Is that like generally what, what comes first? Is it just the police? 
I wouldn't say generally first, but there there's representatives of them in it, yeah. Right, and I remember they walked past, and me and you kind of looking at each other like, it's the police in it. They're all very waving to the kids, and howdy, ma'am, and they all had the big hats on. They didn't have big hat, big mountain hats on. That's not what all Americans are like. But they were all waving to the kids, and, that, and like obviously your nephews were there, and they were, Lucas stuff was waving. And I just felt like waving back and being like, hi, happy holidays, don't shoot black people, hi, that's very nice. It's just like the, the fucking brass neck on these police. Because, Christine, I'm going to put you in the spotlight here. Are all police racist? Oh, why? That's a yes from Christina DeSalvo. You heard it here first. Um, <laughs> You're giving away way too much information about me and my family and where Jamie goes to school and where I live to be asking me these questions and saying, trying to, you're trying to cancel me and I'm not even, like, this isn't even my podcast. You're accusing me right now. Right now, as I sit here. <laughs> I'll bleep it out. I'll bleep it out. I'll bleep it out. Oh, well, come, I will do. Come on. Don't be silly. I'll bleep it out. Of course I'm going to bleep that out. Don't be silly. I'll name the episode title your address now. Won't oh. really. I won't really. I'm, being, I'm going to bleep it out, man. Come on. Of course I'm going to bleep it out. Don't be silly. Um. Uh, yeah, then then your your family was here, and we watched a lot of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Can you explain to the folks back home where Mickey? I don't believe we have Mickey you Mouse Clubhouse. Clubhouse. No. <laughs> you have to because you have Disney Plus. I'm sure you just don't watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse because you don't have any small children in your house. It's just a Mickey Mouse. Not ones that you know about. All right. Tony doesn't count. Just it's it's a it's a Mickey Mouse TV show. It's the it's the newest Mickey Mouse. Actually, it's not the newest because there's Mickey Mouse like Funhouse or something now. Um, and Racers that Luke was trying to tell me about Mickey Mouse Racers. So there's new ones, but it's like the it's the Mickey Mouse TV show. I see. And it was it was good. It was educational for kids. Obviously, the kids watch it and, and learn stuff. Um, the the crux of the episode we watched, and I was watching intently along with your, your small nephew, Luke. Um, Mickey and Pluto were chasing after a bouncy ball that was just wayward, right? And they're running after the bouncy ball, and they get stopped some way by a guy. That you know, do you know who the guy is? Who comes across? He comes across with a table and demands money. What's it? What's the guy's name? Yeah, it's Pete. He's like the villain. Pete. 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 I think of a better name. Anyways, so Pete's there and demands five coins for Mickey to be able to get past. Then after Mickey gives him five coins, he says, uh, Pete says, uh, 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 five coins each. So that's ten coins. Are you counting with us? Count with me. One, All right. two, ten. <laughs> for him and Pluto. Now, I thought, right, if Mickey was is trying to teach the kids something about being responsible, you want to catch this bouncy ball before it hurts other people. You want to do good with your money. You want to try and use your money wisely and stuff. This guy's got 10 coins. How much in a Mickey Mouse Funhouse world is a bouncy ball going for? Could he not reuse those 10 coins and just buy another bouncy ball? No. What's the going rate for a bouncy ball in the Mickey Mouse Funhouse world? No, 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 no. That's not the point. You're missing the point. I don't. I think I'm being smart about this. To be honest, I think I think it's a lot of bullshit. To be honest. <laughs> well, exactly. And I think to be honest, you should be teaching kids how to be more resourceful with their money. 
Uh, no. It's Pluto's ball. What, is he like emotionally attached to it? Yeah. Can you elaborate on that? <laughs> no, I didn't watch the episode. Oh. Truth comes out in the water. I know that's why I'm telling you. So I'm not explaining to you. I'm telling you that he'd be more resourceful with his money if he took those ten coins and bought another bounty ball. He took it straight to Dick's Sporting Goods. But no, but then the they wouldn't be able to count the coins then. Yeah, they would. They'd go to the counter. And they'd go to the counter with the bounty ball and the person behind the counter would say, That's three ninety nine uh, altogether it comes to four sixty one with the tax because you know how tax does in America. Not New Hampshire. We well, Mick, well, you all know Mickey Mouse Clubhouse <laughs> is set in Orlando, Florida. It's not set in Orlando, Florida. What's it said? It's not. It's not. It's in Mickey Mouse's Clubhouse. <sighs> I, bet, I bet you're fun at parties. Sick. Do you want to say anything else? About Mickey Mouse Clubhouse? Sure. No. Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> what about the racist police you have at the dairy? Stop. you got to stop that. I don't think you should be on this podcast anymore. Also, I think Mickey Mouse's clubhouse, because they were chasing a bounty ball, and both of them, him and Pluto, were very agitated, very upset about this bounty ball. This bounty ball bounced like a motherfucker. I think it would be a lot more realistic and make it a lot more entertaining if they would swear on Mickey Mouse's clubhouse. Hey, Pluto, let's get that motherfucking ball. Oh, my God. No, because you put way too much... Uh you you invest way too much in Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. You invest more than you invest more than Luke invests in Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Luke loves Mickey Mouse's Clubhouse. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for a quick word. <laughs> I'm our sponsor. <laughs> Today's episode of Tired and Inspired is brought to you by Thanksgiving. Would you like to eat smaller and smaller versions of the same meal for five days in a row? Then you want to try Thanksgiving and subsequently Thanksgiving leftovers. Green bean casserole sucks dick. It's almost time for turkey sandwiches. Have you heard the good news? While I've got you here, I'll be back in England uh, as this comes out. And tomorrow and Saturday, Friday and Saturday, the 2nd and 3rd of December, I will be at the Stand Comedy Club in Newcastle remembering how to do stand-up comedy. So come see a show in Newcastle if you're out and about. Yay! Right, now the thing is, we're all friends here. And we're of a certain age now. And the podcast is at a certain episode time. And I think it's finally time that we knock on the head the long intros for the second half of the podcast. Because frankly, my lungs don't have the capacity to do it anymore. So we're just going to charge right back in and suck the second half's dick. I don't know how people were understanding you, too, when you would do them. You were getting so fast when you would do it. You were hardly saying words anymore. Now, the trick is, when you don't have anything to say, just just, just do it, say nothing really fast. Eminem made a career out of it, <laughs> so it's good enough for him. Um, so, uh, 
last week I did the version of GQ's 10 Things I Can't Live Without. Would you like to do a version this week, Christina? I wrote, I have a list of 10 things cuz is that is GQ is that is that that video that we were talking about with the 10 things? It is. And now I'm going to be honest with you, GQ have not licensed me to do this. <laughs> so I am expecting a lawsuit pending. <laughs> but any press is good press. <laughs> we did watch <coughs> the um another version cuz my dad likes to run and likes a really good runner, Elliot Kipchoge, and he did one of those ten thing like ten essentials. Is that what it is? I th- y- y- yep. Okay. <laughs> How did I fuck up saying yes? <laughs> um, it's this passing the microphone back. It's really messing us up. Um, so I we did already. My family kind of went through and was like, "What were the be the ten things that we would have?" So I do have ten things. So just like chuck you know shout them out shout them out or what <laughs> let's roll them out let's roll them out let's take a look at them I'd, uh, yeah these this GQ thing I did it last week and um, I'm assuming your list of podcasts to listen to is so long you haven't caught up with last week's episode I have not and also I'm saving them for when you leave so that when I'm sad and I miss you I can listen to your voice yes uh, romantic <laughs> okay so coming in is this, is this list in any particular order no, just what I remembered, because I had them in an order when I first came up with them, and then I erased them off my whiteboard, because it's like, I know my 10 things. But now that we're talking about it, I put them in my phone, just in the order I could remember them. So in no particular order of ranking, but in the order she specifically remembered them. Coming in at number, let's go 10 to 1, because that's more exciting. Well, no, no, it's, but start, but I'll just say, just just start talking about them. Just talk, should, I, should I do this one first? I mean, people can't see, so yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what you've seen when, when you've been here for the last couple of weeks is that I like to have candles on when I, candles lit when I am working and stuff. I don't know why it helps me be productive, but it helps me be productive. So one of the things I have is my candle. Um, do you have a comment? <laughs> you know me, I have a comment on everything. Is it a specific, <laughs> is it a specific candle? No, but I do have a, a nice candle holder that's like a like a Himalayan salt light, which is also like vibes. And I know you've got your vibes thing at home too. Which what which did make the list? Oh, the humidity vibes there. Oh yeah, that's a good that's a good one. Yeah. So that's also when you say you want Mike Handel, it sounds like you're talking about a guy called Michael Handel, and I like that. <laughs> that's that's like that game we were playing last night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now. Uh, the pause it just took me to sound to people that are listening makes it sound like we were playing a weird sex game, but right. it's not. It was a, it was a family game. Right. It doesn't matter to you listening. Right. But Michael Handel. Anyways, coming in number two on your list of ten things you can't live without. I have uh, tea, and I, I don't know if that counts, but I'm putting it down. God save our gracious king. Long <laughs> I was thinking that because I it was confirmed for me when I was in Italy that I really do need that because in Italy they have espresso that's about this big which is teeny tiny and I wanted to just have a nice cup of tea and I know that's very English but something that I could just enjoy for a longer period of time than which is espresso. Tea's pretty sick. And coming in at number three. I expanded on this one which it, it was originally my Kindle. But I don't necessarily use my Kindle to read my books. I, oh, 
Uh, Mike and, of course, good friends. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Michael Michael Handel, good friends with Michael Hindle. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't always read books on my Kindle. But... Um, so I also put like my library card. Basically, the ability to to read books is the essential thing there. Either my Kindle, a book, or my library card, which gives me a lot of books. Li- library card's cooler than a Kindle, I think, and probably cooler than Michael Hindle. Anyways, coming at number four. Um, my my GPS watch, my running watch, which gives me the time and the ability to track my workouts. What's becoming more and more evident with the more items that you reveal here is you're a better person than I am. First of all, no. Second of all, you're right that I have not caught up on your podcast yet, so I don't know your 10 things. But everyone listening does, so they can be the judge of that. Well, to say that your one of your items was tea, which is good for the, the soul and the body and everything, and one of mine was Pepsi Max, <laughs> which is medically bad for you, but as we all know it is, let's all say it together, the only sip that counts is not... The only sip that counts. That's it. Well done. That's not their slogan. They're <laughs> do you want the next thing? Should I do the next thing? I got a lawsuit from GQ and Pepsi Max pending ASAP quickly with the quickness. And Chris D'Elia because you said, eh, so romantic. That's a Chris D'Elia thing. He's, he's cancelled. It's fine. True, but he still could sue if he wanted to. Coming in at number five. <laughs> My running shoes, which you're going to have a comment on about. Again, just evidently that you're a better person than I am. I wish I remembered my list. As we all <laughs> as we all know, as soon as I record an episode, it just falls out of my head. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember my list at all. Um, running shoes, you, you, like, you like a specific kind of running shoe. Yeah, I like Nike, or you, you say Nike shoes. Um, I'm not... It's just the ones that I've used. I used Asics when I was first running, but then I started getting Nikes, and I was like, these are good. These are nice. Sure. <laughs> uh, right, number six. I have my... Um, I put just jewelry as one thing, because I fiddle with my earrings, I fiddle with my ring, I fiddle with my necklace, and I have a specific necklace, but just the others, I just like to. I just like to have something on. Can I shock you? My bracelet was on my list as well. I like my bracelet. was swagged out to the max over here. Although the jewellery we wear isn't... I mean, I've got a pinky ring and a, a a Pandora bracelet. It's not exactly... And you're like... Neck, you see, you have a necklace, but it's not like a fucking G-unit spinner chain or a Jesus piece, you know what I mean? It's like a pretty... Well, there's a bit of a Jesus piece. But um, it's not. we're not like blinging out. It's just kind of... It's modest jewellery. Good band name. It's a good band name. Modest jewelry is good, and yeah, that that's right. I don't like big. I actually can't wear big fancy things for work because I can't have big flashy things because I'm interpreting sign language. I was going to make a joke there, but then you said what your job was. Uh, everybody knows what your job is, anyways. But it's fine. Anyways, uh, coming in at number. Well, the joke I was going to make was, you. Oh, it doesn't matter. Coming <laughs> in, it just doesn't make any sense. Coming in at number seven. So this one, this is. I don't know if this counts. <laughs> My nephews, does that, do they count? Absolutely not. That's a ridiculous <laughs> thing. Imagine if somebody, imagine if a parent went on GQ and was like, one thing I can't live without is the child that I have given birth to. No, no. It's, my, it's my identity. So if that doesn't count, I have a backup, which is the, the, the Christmas ornament that my 
sister-in-law gave me to announce that she was pregnant, which is, has says aunt on it, and it says when my nephew was born, like when the due date, basically. And so that ornament, like being an aunt is like my whole identity. That's a much better item to have. Because for starters, two of your nephews aren't items. They're human beings, which a lot with both with a lot of energy and a real habit and pleasure for crying loudly. It's <laughs> the only way he knows how to communicate. It's not his fault. Me too, buddy. Me too. <laughs> Anyways, two, two, we've got two more left. Three more. Three more. Okay, coming out at number seven. Okay. I also don't know if this one counts, but I'm going to... Sorry, number eight. Where are my manners? Oh, <laughs> where are your manners? It's, I don't know. I have three left. And it, I don't know if it counts because it's sort of a practical thing about my passport. But similar to my the auntie ornament, it's like the ability to... It's like being an aunt. It's like being able to travel. So my passport and like... It's like travel is the thing. But it's my passport. I'm just going to have a word with VAR here. Accepted, we will take it. Okay, good passport. That's a good one, actually. Traveling's pretty. You're a big traveler. I, I hate the hubbub of traveling. Tell you what I like about traveling. Tell you what. Tell you what's worth traveling in any situation is when you finally get to wherever you're going. Put your bags down, and that first sit down on a bed or a chair is worth the travel. So you like travel for the end of travel, for not traveling anymore. I like traveling <laughs> to sample chairs <laughs> around the world. Chairs and hotel beds. Yes. <laughs> that's very silly. That's not that's not travel. The the chair, the big chair we had in our hotel in Orlando, worth it. <laughs> Just for the chair in the hotel. The two big chairs you've got in your little living room out here when I watch the World Cup. <laughs> Worth it. I think I think that's silly, but the big bed we had in the apartment in Orlando in the when we got upgraded. I'll agree with that one. That's worth yes, yes, worth it. We've got our own side, boys. We've got our own side. Alright, coming in on number nine. Um oh, also not sure if it counts, but I'm gonna go with it anyways, my phone. Because for like, you know, communication with you and access to podcasts <laughs> for the for the medium that we're currently on. Can I shock you? <laughs> it was also top of my list was my phone. I mean you d- yeah, you just you, I think you'll be t- hard pressed to find somebody our age or your age because I'm the oldest man alive <laughs> who struggles to live without the phone apart from your brother. But that's almost why I didn't um think that it would count because at this point a phone is like an extension of yourself so I don't know if that counts but I put it anyways just gonna have another word with VAR here <laughs> uh, yep we'll take it alright uh, and coming in last but certainly not least well partially because he was sitting on me when I was writing the list so he was number one is my dog does he count does Oscar count I thought you were going to end that sentence with my dad. He was also sitting on me while I was writing this. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't know. Um, so you're basically saying that you've only put Oscar on this list because he was in earshot of you when you were recording this podcast? No, no, no. He's top of the list because he was literally sitting on me. Um, he's a very good boy. <laughs> I, l- I love Oscar. I'm, I'm thinking of ways we can clone Oscar so I can also have an Oscar at the home. <laughs> I love him so much. I want to eat him whole. 
good list. It's good to see that we crossed over on some, uh, some. Oh, fuck it, I've just gone completely blank. <laughs> Items, Jesus. <laughs> Items, yes. Um, but I was thinking too that even though you said that it's silly that I did tea and you did Pepsi Max and those are different, we at least know that we we both like to enjoy the things that we eat and drink and. For the phone, we both like that. Like we cross over not just on the items, but on like the the themes of the things. That's true. Beverages. It's what it's the cornerstone of any healthy relationship. Beverages. Beverages. <laughs> um, we're kind of running out of time here, but you would want to do you want to do a little bit on this what we found on the internet here. Um, I was just scrolling through Twitter as uh, I was doing. Well, just wasting my life on the internet, as most people are. And came across this thread. Also on Twitter, I have noticed in the last month or so, I'm not saying it's directly related to Elon Musk taking it over, but there's more things I'm seeing on my timeline of things that I don't follow or don't subscribe to or frankly care about. And this is one of them things that popped up, but I thought it was pretty funny. Um, the tweet is, it's a thread, so for the next six months... Become addicted to these nine habits and you'll be unrecognizable by May 2023. May spelt without a capital M, but we'll let it slide. And it's got a lot of retweets and a lot of likes. So here's the nine things that you should become addicted to and you'll be unrecognizable by May next year. Number one, waking up at 5 a.m. Now, straight away, I'm out. Christina. I'm in, but I. <laughs> it's funny that you, right off the bat, that you see this because, um, and you say that it's not something you follow or something you're interested in. I see these kinds of things all the time on my social media with the algorithm, like how to better your life and habits to get into, but I have thoughts on them, which we will get into as we go on. Again, proving that you're a better person <laughs> than I am. I've accepted that my life is down the toilet. Number two... <laughs> Number two, writing down your thoughts before bed. Writing before bed will improve your quality of sleep. Do you agree or disagree? Well, it's not that simple because it it I think that sometimes it makes it so that you think about it more, you dwell on it more if you write it down. So I don't know before bed, I don't know if I agree with that. There is um I don't know if it's actual research or just um what's the word? How do you say um anecdotal, that's the word. Uh, but people say that writing in the morning is better because then you can get it out there and then kind of get the ball rolling, especially if you're creative. But anyways, writing down things, journaling in general is good. So I would say that in general, I'm on board with that one. I, 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 I can see the advantages of it. What I would say is instead of writing down your thoughts before bed is start maybe some sort of broadcasting correspondence like maybe what you do is you go on the website red circle and maybe as you start what's called a podcast and maybe that podcast you know you think of like a catchy name maybe it's something like i'm inspired and i'm tired if you're going to be doing those before bed and then what you maybe do is you become the top podcast host in your catchment area which just happens to be westo and south shields which of course you're the top podcast host in your catchment area because the the median age of people in your area is around 140 years old and you might be the only one who understands what in their connection is and instead of just writing down your thoughts privately before bed you broadcast them all on the internet for about 30 people a week to listen to yes or no <laughs> you're making 
you make it into joke, but I've said it before. You are using this podcast as like free therapy, and I don't support it. Not only is it free therapy, often people donate <laughs> to me. <laughs> so, fuck's sake. <laughs> I'll do number three. So number three says, learning. oh, I have thoughts about this one. Learning an online skill 30 minutes a day. And then the commentary below this is, with inflation rising and taxes rising, an online skill will save you financially. And then it goes through a few skills recommended. Coding, YouTube, is YouTube a skill? Copywriting, digital marketing, content creation. And then it says that you can earn 50 to 250 an hour, plus an hour. I don't, I just... I also some people have full time jobs as well. Like this is just for someone who has so much time to just get into tech. And there's so much hype. I don't know if you see this hype, but because I have searched for remote jobs before, like nomadic type lifestyle type things, because like you said, I travel a lot. I see all the time. You got to get into tech. It's like the best ever. Fair, but also I'm an interpreter. Like that's not. It's not what I do. So. People trying to tell me it's what I should do is like you don't you don't know me. <laughs> Good, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're talking about your your algorithm serving up ways to enhance your life. My algorithm strictly searches up cats <laughs> and the best pizza places around New York City. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, this. Is, I mean, I get. I have heard the importance of coding is on the rise, but like. Just because you learn a skill for 30 minutes, it doesn't mean you're going to walk into a coding job that's going to get you $250 an hour in the next six months. Exactly. It's like the it's like when boomers say to stop getting Starbucks and then you'll be able to buy a house. It's like if I watch a tutorial for 30 minutes a day, I'm not going to become a professional coder. It's not how it works. <laughs> not with that attitude, you snowflake. Uh, number four, spend... I mean, this is a pretty... Spend one hour a day exercising... Now, as I lay here, slumped over, looking like the Michelin Man, and after uh, I ate almost a full bag of peanut butter M&Ms earlier, before we went to Chipotle, um, I'm probably not the man to be preaching about this, but exercise for an hour a day seems basic. Big fan. Big fan. I I always... It's one of those things... It's inertia, right? Where if you're not doing anything, then you don't want to do anything. But when I work out, I feel so good. Like, the best that I've ever been... Best shape of my life, best like mental place in my life was in college when I was on a varsity sports team <laughs> and working out, like getting up for standing at the gym doors before they opened, like standing at the door ready to run in to do my workout. Like I was doing, I was working three jobs. I had, I graduated, you know, with, uh, what was my GPA? It was good. And, you know, best shape of my life was because I was working out a lot. Psychopath. <laughs> Number five, sit in silence 10 minutes a day. Um, this one, actually, I can vouch for because uh, this is what audiences do when I perform stand-up, <laughs> is sit in complete silence for 10 minutes. And it seems to do them wonders because they're always very happy when I leave the stage. <laughs> no, I can vouch for the fact that this is not true. But meditation is good. I can vouch for this tip. But you're joke. You're you're joking. <laughs> Honestly, no, but in all seriousness, I mean, that was, that was a pretty funny bit. But in all seriousness, in all seriousness, I absolutely fucking love sitting and doing nothing. I would love to sit in silence for two hours a day, no, I mean, 10 minutes a day. 
There's a good uh, quote. I forget who said it, but it's that you should meditate for an hour a day, except for people who are busy. They need two hours a day. It's good. I'm here for it. That's good. I'm with it. Uh, number six, create a proper sleep schedule. Sleep is essential for your performance, mental health, reducing stress, improving your mood. I'm fucked. So. You are definitely fucked. I, I think that, like, you know how some mornings I've had to get up really early to go to work, and then other mornings that I don't have to do that, I still want to get up relatively early. It's because you don't want to just be on a different schedule every day like you do because it's not good for your brain. Don't care. Love sleep. <laughs> um, Soz. Yeah, next. Uh, number seven. Soz. Number seven, take a 30-minute walk in nature. Now, this must be a pretty big one because earlier on the way home, we saw a guy taking a walk in nature along the side of the highway and he was giving everybody a thumbs-up sign. So you must have been really, really enjoying... You can't get through your own joke. The best part of that joke is I was completely winging that. I didn't know where it was going until I walked into it. And then he's giving everybody the thumbs-up, so he must have been really enjoying it. We saw a homeless man hitchhike. We no, that we did. We did. We blah, blah, blah. we legitimately did, which is funny because you didn't know you were going with that joke. It was was very funny, and we really did see a hitchhiker today. Yeah, and you you just loving life, yeah. So, thirty minute walk in nature. Nature is proven to help you get rid of anxiety, increase happiness, improve your mood. It's one of the best hacks for improve. Wait, but what? Sorry, go on. No, I was just gonna say that this is like there is science with that one. Different cultures call it forced bathing. It's like a, a a real thing. You're supposed to go out in, in outside. So in so in nature it doesn't just mean like outside. It means like in a forest or something, just anywhere. Well, could that be part of the exercise for an hour a day? That would probably be most beneficial, but I don't think I don't think it's that specific. I'm not doing an hour and then half an hour walk. I, I'm not doing any of this shit. Uh, number eight: Read twenty pages a day. Reading will strengthen your mind and also increase your focus, increase your knowledge, increase your self confidence. Um, tw- yeah, twenty pages seems like a lot to me. Though, what about you? Oh, I don't think so. But because I like reading, and I know I, I almost for me, I almost kind of lump reading with meditating because you're just you can only do one thing, and you're focused on it, and it's you know it's making your um, you're imagining what you're reading and all that stuff. Um, this is similar to the the seventy five hard. I don't know if we're gonna have time to get into that, but um, but that one it's it's a similar thing, and it basically just says that um, one of the rules is to read like a self help or business or nonfiction book every day, and it's like that. No, thank you. That would make me sad. Yeah, I don't know. Um, twenty pages a day. Do you think I could substitute read twenty pages a day for scrolling back and reading your own tweets? Because I really enjoy some of my own content that I put out there. Absolutely not. Bullshit. Um, finally, last and probably least to be honest, number nine: drink one liter of water with every meal. Staying hydrated can be hard. Water is essential for your mind health and recovery so take one liter of water to every meal and don't leave the table until you finish it sounds like a fucking level from saw the the movie franchise that's the part where you laugh (laughs) thank you i don't know what that is but um, sick (laughs) 
Um, no, it sounds like a bladder infection. I think that I think that three liters is right, but not one liter with a full meal. Like full liter with a meal is nuts. That's no, that's a bladder infection. And I think we all, as we've discussed many times on this podcast, a drink is part of the meal. We all know that, and we all know the most, if, uh, the most complimentary drink to go alongside a meal is Pepsi Max only sip that counts so liter of what drink plenty of water yes sure we all know the 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 schedule the routine for this podcast as we've discussed many times is water crisps and cereal if that's what you're going to sit down chill out take your medic medication take your meditation levels to the next level you want to put on a tired inspired episode you want to eat some cereal you want to drink some water that's fine that's it but also <laughs> indulge in some pepsi max on these accounts also take your medication but um, <laughs> what i was gonna say is that everybody listening to this right now needs to tweet pepsi company and just say you need to give this guy something because he's making up slogans and really like he will die for pepsi max so you got to give him some money i'll take a bullet first <laughs> i'll take a bullet for pepsi max zero sugar maximum fun that's not even that's another catchphrase you can have that um Right, well, there you go. Anything else to add, Christina? No, I'm okay. That was good. That was fun. That was fun. I have something in my left eye, and it's very annoying. Uh, next time you hear from us, I'll be in sunny South Shields. Or... No, I'll be in Shields. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something really not very nice. Um... This has been fun. I've enjoyed being in America. And it's a gosh damn shame I gotta leave. But daddy's gotta go to work. <laughs> All right. Hey! Siri! The Siri responds if daddy opens Yeah. <laughs> I'm very tired. Christina, I love you. That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Pepsi Max. I'm loving it. Just do it.